It's good to be here in your presence once again. We give highest praises unto our Lord and our Savior, who is the head of our life. And we want to thank all of you for coming out tonight. I want to thank my good friend, uh, Pastor Owing. There's a lovely wife that is here with him and all of these others. My wife is over there. You know, she has, she has, uh, yes, she's right there. Amen. I have my glasses on, but either way, I can't see. <laughs> but we thank God. You know, she had went through a, a sickness at one time, and we was all praying for her. But she's here tonight. Don't she look good? Cancer free. Cancer free. Praise God. Praise God. I'm not going to prolong the time. I thank Pastor Grant, Pastor Shiloh, Tugelo, my pastor. And Brother Early, he said he would love to go along with us and be in some more good service. And he's here. We want to thank all of you for coming. I see St. Paul, we appreciate you. Bring joy for me to see all of you here. Brother Greg, we thank God for you. We know you have a busy schedule, but you're yet here with us. Thank God. Thank you, Shemaine, for coming along with us. And We're going to go ahead. If you have your Bible, uh, the Gospel of St. Mark, a very well-known passage of Scripture, we're going to read a few verses for your hearing and if, if you don't get a good understanding, St. Mark's Gospel, the fifth chapter. Fifth chapter. And we're going to begin reading there at the 35th verse of this passage of Scripture. And we hope that we can say something tonight that will help somebody because we are on a, a journey now where there is trouble everywhere, every day. And there is trouble in this land. I was telling my wife, and I'm going to move right along. Uh, I had one of the old phones, you know, the old phone. My brother called them Abrahams. <laughs> so it dated back so far. But uh, I, I got me a new phone. I was blessed with a new phone, iPhone 6. And I don't know anything about it. But anyway, what I'm trying to get to, as long as I had my old phone, I, I felt at ease, I felt at peace, no trouble, just get up, just praising God, just happy every day, ready to dance. And now that I got this new phone, everywhere I go is buzzing. And when I look at it, guess what? It's bad news. Every time I look, it's bad news. And you know what? I, f I feel a change in me today. I feel like something has just, just drug me down from where I were because of all the trouble and everything that I hear that comes up on that phone. But you know what? If I could go back to my Abraham, I would surely do that. <laughs> Mark, the fifth chapter, 35th verse. While he yet spake, there came from the rulers of the synagogue 
the synagogue's house a certain which said, Thy daughter is dead. Why troublest thou the master any further? As soon as Jesus heard the words that were spoken, he said unto the ruler of the synagogue, Be not afraid, only believe. And he suffered no man to follow him save Peter and James and John and the brothers of James. And he cometh to the house of the ruler of the synagogue and seeth the tumult and them that wept wailing greatly. And when he was come in, he said unto them, Why make ye this ado and weep? The damsel is not dead, but sleepeth. And they laughed him to scorn. But when he had put them all out, he taketh the father and the mother of the damsel, and them that were with him, and entered in where the damsel was laying. And he took the damsel by the hand, and said unto her, Talitha Kuma, which is being interpreted, Damsel, I say unto thee, Arise. Praise the Lord. God, we thank you for this opportunity. We thank you for another chance. And I praise your holy and righteous name. I lift you up to the height. Take over this body. Take over this mouthpiece. Take over my tongue that it will be anointed to bring forth your word. Somebody here need to hear from heaven. We give you all the praise. And we pray this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. <clears throat> I tell you what I'm going to use for my subject this evening. When I need him most. When I need him most. Jesus had already healed a demonic man. He had already healed a diseased woman. And here he is about to raise a dead child and these miracles that are being performed is not being performed for us to believe in miracles but so that we may believe in Jesus let's look for a moment at this pitiful dialogue Jairus, who was a ruler, who is an important man. He is a man of prominence, a man of position. He's a man of prestige. And he's a man of privilege. He's a man of pro prospective. He has prospective power, but something's happened to him that he just can't handle by himself. Life is about to leave his only child, and this has drawn him to Jesus in desperate need. At this time, it doesn't matter how important you are. 
how desperate you are, how much knowledge you have, or how much power you throw around. It doesn't matter how much money you have. Life will sooner or later drive you to the point of need. You don't have enough religion to keep trouble from coming your way. I don't care who you are, where you live, but you don't have enough religion to keep trouble from coming your way. You're not spiritual enough to ward off all of these spiritual warfares that we face in life. They're going to come on every hand, and we got to have somebody on our side to hold us up so we can stand against all of these wicked ways of the devil. But in every life, some rain will fall. There will be some days of darkness. There will be some times of sorrows and strife. And if you don't know Jesus Christ, you better find him. I beg us to find him. This man is a ruler of a synagogue. When he says go, people go. When he says come, people come. When he comes in the room, people stands up. But let me tell you something. This man is a ruler of a synagogue. But now without Jairus knowing about it, he is a ruler and he is like, just don't know what he ought to know about Jesus. But he can tell you tonight what he heard about Jesus. He is a leader in the community. He demands respect by his very presence. But he doesn't have enough religion to solve this situation. There is a heartbreaking problem in his home. And he don't know what to do. His 12-year-old daughter, Luke says, his only child, is at the point of death. And nothing he has can solve this situation. Prestige, money, power, none of this could help him. Then he hears about Jesus. He leaves prestige. He leaves privilege, power, fame. He leaves money. Because when life happens to you, when sickness comes, when trouble comes, when it lands at your door, you got to have somebody to help you. You got to put your title aside. And some of you in here, some, of, some, of, some people all over in all of our neighboring churches that are going to church Sunday after Sunday, they will never get their breakthrough because you are standing in the way of your blessing. God is not impressed 
by your prosperity. God is not moved by your power. We don't have any power unless God give it to us. There will come a time in your life when nothing will really make any difference. When your child is in trouble, when there is a sickness in your home, when there is a situation that you can't handle, you can handle everything but this. But when this comes, you got to find somebody that can get you out of this situation. At this point, you put power, you put all your fame, your prestige, you put all that aside. Because in a situation like this, your prestige goes out the window. Some of us are too proud to tell God, thank you. Some of us are too arrogant to even glorify God in his own house. Every time I call the name of Jesus, every hand in here ought to be waving in the air. Telling him thank you. Telling him thank you Lord for allowing me to be here. My brothers and my sisters, you woke up this morning. Not because you've been so good. Not because you've been so holy. Not because you prayed before you went to bed last night. But you are here because God allowed us to come together. You read the scripture every day. But that didn't get us here. Because some people who are better than I am, who live closer to God than I live, they are dead and they are gone. Remember, it wasn't what you done that got you here tonight. But it was Jesus, his grace, and his mercy. He let us wake up early this morning, come in his house. And I come by to tell you, don't sit here and act like we don't know the Lord. Because he is our source. He's our everything. My brothers and sisters, let's let our ego go out the door. And let's come in here and give God some praise. Because when life happens, I don't know if I leave out of here tonight. I might not make it home. But while I'm here, I'm going to praise the Lord. While I'm here, Pastor Owen, uh, I, I might have to ask your congregation to excuse me. Because when I get happy, I can't hold myself. If I run the aisles, don't y'all worry about me. Somebody get in the aisle and run with me. Because I love the Lord. He's been good to me. But look at this. Look at this. When Jairus finds Jesus. He does not give him the customary kiss on the cheek. He don't stand up because he is an important man. 
He's an important ruler of a synagogue. But one thing he done, he fell down at Jesus' feet. He prostrated himself at Jesus' feet. And, and, and Jesus said that he will help him. All he got to do is trust him. Now look, he falls at, before Jesus and he's suggesting that I cannot handle the situation by myself. A ruler falls at Jesus' feet. But one thing he realized that Jesus has all power. I'm so glad that I know him for myself. I'm so glad that I woke up early this morning with Jesus on my mind. I don't know about y'all, but I fall at Jesus' feet. I fell at his feet early this morning because I know he's my help. He's my all in all. If you want Jesus to do anything for you, you got to trust him and believe him. If you come and lay your hands, if, if you ask Jesus to lay his hands upon you, believe what he's going to do. Jairus asked the Lord if he would only come and lay hands on his daughter. She would be healed and she would live. Now Jairus is a ruler. He is a man of prosperity, privilege, power. People come and go at his, break, at his becking command. But he knows who Jesus is. And he realized when life happens, you got to get your title out of the way. And he prostrate himself and give Jesus his problem. His daughter is at the point of death. And somebody here has a child. They may not be uh, physically at the point of death. But they are messed up in their mind. They may be on drugs. They may be on the street. Somebody's child may be in jail. Or they just not living the way you raised them. You need to come before Jesus. And say Lord you gave me that boy. Lord you gave me that girl. And I'm giving them back to you. I'm coming to the altar right now. Falling down at your feet. Do I have anybody here? When you've done all you can do. And you come to Jesus. And I'm going to get ready to take my seat. And Jesus went with him. He didn't call a meeting. He did not deliberate. He didn't ask any question. Jesus just went with him. And when you get in trouble and you sincerely call him, he will go with you. Is there anybody in here need Jesus to go with you tonight? I don't know about y'all, but I need him to go with me. He will go with you in the courtroom. He'll go with you in the hospital. He will go with you in the mess you made for your own life. He will go with you through the shadows of death. He'll go with you in the fiery furnace. 
He'll go with you in the lion's den. I tell you, Paul proved that he'll be with you in a Philippian jail. Wherever you get in trouble, Jesus went with him. They are all, they are on their way now to Jairus' house. Jesus had heard his pitiful dialogue and they are on their way. But on the way, there is a painful delay. Jairus acts Jesus first. But there is a woman with a blood issue. And she acts if she could only touch the hem of his garment, she would be all right. Jairus acts first. But Jesus stopped by to help this woman in need. It was not her turn, but it was her time. It may not be your turn, but it's your time. Do I have a church? If it, it is somebody, somebody here right now, it's not your turn, but surely it's your time. If you pray and pray right, it may not be your turn. But if you trust Jesus, it will be your time. Jesus stops to deal with this blood issue. But when he gets to Jared's house, the little girl is already dead. And Jesus tells them, why is all this commotion? What is going on here? But they said, Lord... There's no need to bother. Don't, don't bother the master now. She's already dead. But let me tell you something. Jesus got all power. Is there anybody in here know that he got power over life? He has power over death. My brothers and my sisters. I like praising God with people. Who don't care about ceremonies and. Got to have everything drawn out in a certain way. But I love to praise with people don't mind waving their hand. I love praising with people don't mind just giving God praise for what he done for. And I believe that y'all don't mind giving God some praise. Because God woke every one of us up early this morning. And now I'm glad that I know him as my savior. There are mourners everywhere. Jesus asked why all of this. He raised Jairus' daughter. And I know one day. He will raise us too. They whipped him all night long. And he never said a mumbling word. They whipped him until his clothes clung to his back. But he never said a mumbling word. Oh yes, they led him up a skull-shaped hill, but he never said a mumbling word. He carried my cross on his back. He carried your cross on his back, but he never said a mumbling word. My burdens, my trial, my sin was so heavy. Every now and then he will fall to his knees. But he will get right up and keep on marching up that skull-shaped hill. But when he made it to the top of the hill, they laid him on a blood-soaked cross. They drove nails in his hand. 
they drove nails in his feet. But one thing about it, when he drove those nails in his feet, Jairus didn't have to worry about his daughter no longer, but she was already raised up from the dead. And I come by to tell you, when Jesus hung on the cross, when he dropped his head in the locks of his shoulder, if you would accept him as your savior, you don't have to worry about death. You know one thing, I might go to sleep tonight, but I will be raised on the other side. Do I have anybody in here? You might roll me down the aisle and look at this old fleshly body, but one day I'm gonna get up. Is there anybody else in here? No, you're gonna rise one day. There's trouble all in the world. Everywhere we turn, there's trouble everywhere. But one day, no more trouble. No more heartache. No more crying. Every day is going to be Sunday. No more getting up early in the morning. But everything will be all right. Do I have anybody in here that know God is my all in all? Anybody in here know he's a way maker? Anybody in here know he's a bridge over troubled water? Leave out of here tonight knowing that he's my savior. He's my joy. He's my hope for tomorrow. Can anybody tell him thank you? Can somebody shout glory? Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. Wave your hand, church. Tell God thank you.